Hi, I'm Erica Darvis. Hi, I'm Amy Randolph. And you're listening to Podcast Rewind. We are two best friends talking hot topics and all of the podcasts that we're totally obsessed with. So come please be our friend on social media. You can find us at Podcast RWD on Instagram and Twitter, and then head over to Facebook and search Podcast Rewind. You can listen to our show wherever you're already listening to your favorite podcasts. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever that is, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because we need your stars to keep this show going. Cheers. Cheers. Let's talk podcasts. Hey, Rewinders. Welcome to episode 55 of Podcast Rewind. I'm Amy Randolph, one of your hosts. Joining me this night from Leesburg, Florida, on location, is my co-host, Erica Jarvis. Hey, guys. And we've got a special surprise. There are three hosts of Podcast Rewind this week. Trace? Trace hosts? Trace hosts. We are joined by special guest and my little sister, (laughs) Corey Randolph. Hi, Corey. Hi there. Thanks for having me. So, mentioned we're on location in Leesburg. It's like the holiday time. Mm-hmm. Holiday. Did I say holiday? Yeah. Hey, listen, it's, it's Tuesday, Lemon. It's, it has <laughs> been a Tuesday, Jarvis. Let me tell you, as you throw your mic off the very sophisticated mic stands we're using tonight. No. But obviously, we're a week away before Christmas. People are traveling, family togetherness. So we're up at my mom and dad's retirement house yes. up in Leesburg. Erica took a drive. Corey's here visiting for the holidays. I will continue to work all week, but made it Same. to Leesburg. Um, how was your drive? Did you find the place okay? No. <laughs> I did not find the place okay, and you know that, and that's why you're bringing it up, because we are going to talk about our drinks of the week that are coming up, but I did a quick little, like, pull off the highway, go to Publix, get our provisions on the way back. It took me a different route, and then the road just clothes just stopped. <laughs> my phone was at 3% and I couldn't get, I was scared. Um, but well, I'm here. I mean, we really are out of our comfort zone because yeah. Leesburg is right in the middle of being like not even central Florida anymore. 100%. Like, we're kind of North Florida. Like where we could spit and hit the panhandle. We're Yeah, exactly. Or pretty close to my parents up in St. Augustine, like <laughs> exactly. regardless. Hey, Rick and Eileen. Hey guys. Um, anyway, let's get to that drinking part. You want to cheers ladies? Let's cheers. Cheers. Drink of oh. the week. Corey, look, we invite you here to do <laughs> this very hard to make sure to get the clink right, because I know how important that is. You know how important that clink is to me, and I appreciate it. Cheers, Corey. <laughs> Cheers. And Cheers. thank you for that. We should mention Corey is a super fan of Podcast Rewind. I would not miss an episode so far. Yay, thank you. But Shit, so, I think I've missed a couple episodes. I don't remember some of this. So because Corey is here, we are imbibing on two beverages tonight. Mm-hmm. One would be the classic... New York City Cosmo, made famous by Carrie Bradshaw, Sex and the City. And the City. But we're also, we're doing kombucha shots, guys, because I love a booch. Uh-huh. And um, it's the Big Easy Booch. We're doing a three-pack. Cheers. Cheers. Nope. Ter- terrible okay. cheers, too, on that one. That's okay. So a kombucha typically has more of, like, a West Coast feel. Like, essentially, it's like a green juice, some hippie shit that they drink out so good. on the West Coast. It's like if you took dirty socks and put it into, like, an iced tea and with a little bit of sugar and let it, like, ferment. And I'm like, 
Mm, I'll have more. And then you get to take a giant shit later. <laughs> I was about to ask, am I allowed to say that I hated that shot? Yes, 100. You took a sip. Girl, like, oh, you took like, the ginger one. I have the tropical fruit. Amy has the very berry. Amy probably has the best one of the bunch. But we are definitely having an East Coast versus West Coast drink today. Because what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. And that's why we have our special guest here. Because she's been lucky enough to live both in New York City and the West Coast. But before we get to that very interesting conversation, we've got to talk you guys about what we're obsessed with this week. Yes. Do you want to start? I will start with the fact that I am obsessed with that this week is almost over and I'm about to go into like a 10-day stretch off from work. I'm so excited, heading up to my family for the holidays, my dad's birthday, but then most importantly, my Penn State Nittany Lions are playing in the Citrus Bowl here in Orlando on January 1st. So I really like to see my favorite football team in my home yes. state. <laughs> so I'm so excited about that and all the friends and family I'm about to go see. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I am also continuing to work this week. That is not what I'm obsessed about. <laughs> and it's not almost over for me. By the way, I'm pretty sure I'm working the 26th. My mom and my sister who are looking at me. So that'll be fun. Uh, I have fun. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed this week with, okay, judge judge away. I'm a cat lady. I have two <laughs> little podcasts who are at home right now. They're not with us. But my cat did the cutest thing, you guys. <laughs> it was cute. And, and I don't like the cats. She doesn't like my podcasts. <laughs> but my cat did the cutest thing. She has started to return my cuddles in the middle of the night. <laughs> so this is my older podcat, my 11-year-old podcat. She has never, like, you know, a cat will sit on you. A cat will demand that you pet it. But this cat has started returning cuddles. <laughs> it's so weird. She pats my face <laughs> when after I pat hers. And the other night, I gave her little bunnies a cuddle, and she reached over and held the top of my head. <laughs> I could not. It's so cute. I'm so obsessed with finding different ways to cuddle my cat. They hold hands when they sleep. We do sometimes hold hands now. <laughs> I hold my hand open, her little paw goes, Dunk. It's so cute. I'm obsessed with that. Corey, are you obsessed with anything? Uh, yes. Well, not a downer. It's actually uh, a tribute uh, obsession. I'm going to say uh, our beloved Penny Marshall passed away today. Yes. True story. But yeah, I want to give a shout is. out. Uh, not... Yeah, Sadie, but also let's remember her great movies Amazing. like uh, Big and A League of Their Own. Makes me think now I have a great reason to go watch A League of Their Own, and that's something to be obsessed with. Yeah, I do myself. Absolutely. And, and her Kmart commercials from the 90s with Rosie O'Donnell. Those like big oh, commercials. Yes. Oh, yeah. Completely proud of How could about you forget? Those. That was some of her best work. <laughs> She made people go to Kmart again, you guys. I mean, I can't wait for the Oscars in this year when they play the do like special commercials. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I think that would be an Emmy tribute before it would be an Oscar tribute. Um, well, she was in two. She did movies. I mean, there'll be Oscars a will come first. Emmys don't come till September. The That's Oscars right. are going to sneak in and try to be like, well, we did it first. By the way, are we predicting that the Oscars blow and we're all skipping it this year? Can we also like Kevin Hart will be all? Award shows suck, and we all just go on YouTube to watch, like, the clips here and there. Like, who's watching this live? Yeah, like, are we done? Like, award show over party, hashtag 2019. I'm over it. 
I know I put Core. hashtag in the middle there, and that doesn't work. <laughs> we'll take it. I, Follow me. What do you think? I, I want to be. Like, I, I still DVR or find a way to watch it later, but uh, the Oscars, I, I think even today, funny you, enough you bring it up, I was like, I don't think I'm watching this yet. No. Only thing I've seen is The Star is Born, and I didn't love it, so I think I'm good. Right. Yeah. Who are the new hosts again? I forget because I don't care. There. John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, but as oh. characters they played before, oh, and not the old as themselves. people guys, I hate them as their old, like, curmudgeon grandpa guys. Yeah, that's who they're going to play. Uh, Bummer, because we love some Mulaney. We do love John Mulaney. Yeah. You know, but the Oscars you this don't year. Like Nick Kroll. No, no. Um, <laughs> I uh, offended Nick Kroll in real life one time. You wanted to. You want a story time with Amy? Yeah, it's story time with Amy Randolph. So one time back in my day, speaking of New York City, I was on a work trip. Baby's first work trip. Love it. When I was just a young thing in 2007. Do you remember in 2000, like, five, six, seven, Geico had, like, walked away from the Gecko commercials for a minute, and they had that series of caveman mm-hmm. commercials yeah. that parlayed into a... Terrible television show. A caveman sitcom for like a second. Yeah. Well, I was working in New York City and the thing I was doing included an appearance on Good Morning America. Not me, just the people I was working with. But I was backstage at Good Morning of America. Let me tell you, Diane Sawyer, before she put her makeup on in the morning. (laughs) I refuse to believe that, but okay. (laughs) It's a a sight. But anyway, I never knew what the Geico cavemen looked like out of costume. So I may have asked Nick Kroll where the um, craft services was because <laughs> I needed to get stuff from my performers. And he was like, I don't know. I think it's just for celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why is this dude being so sassy? It took me like a year to figure <laughs> out that I had just sassed Nick Kroll accidentally. <laughs> oh, you know John Mulaney then? Was we he also a caveman? No, but no. They're, they're friends and they're hosting. Oh, yeah, Six Degrees. Oh, six Degrees. You know John Mulaney. I'm so excited for you. Story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shall we move this on yes. and get to the topic at hand? Let's shuffle right along. Let's do it. Not down to Buffalo. No. No. Um, so we kind That's of... a dance reference for like the three dancers who are listening to the podcast, right? There are three dancers at this table that oh, you would true. have meant. I think there you that's go. the three dancer listeners. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's about calling you guys out. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, um, West Coast versus East Coast. Like, it's no secret that no. it's a totally different way of living and that... Those are probably the two biggest communities in the United States of America. Certainly, they get the most attention. East Coast, West Coast feud, y'all. Tupac um, versus Biggie. I mean, exactly. it goes way back. So we wanted to kind of talk about it. Why is that? And then get around to why can we hear that so clearly in our podcast? Exactly. I just feel like maybe it's because I listened to so many of them lately. When I open a podcast, within a few minutes, I know if this is an East Coast show or a West Coast show. Oh, totally. Without them even telling me. Yeah. You could not be more correct. All right. So let's, like, start with our special guest and kind of get a layout and get your take on what the differences are and why it would be like that just because they're on opposite sides of the country. Why is it so different? So you lived in New York City right after you graduated college. Yes. And you lived there for a few years. What would you say, how would you describe the city in a few sentences as far as, like, living there and how you deal with it day to day? Or what you experienced? Well, the really cool thing about living in New York is that like, that anything can happen. Um, it's a very, like, spontaneous city where, because everything is so packed and so close, no matter what your plan is with work, how you're getting to work or how you're meeting friends, you can end up somewhere and 
end up somewhere completely else and forgot how you found it. Yeah. And then stumble upon it later, years later, which mm-hmm. is always kind of a, a cool a cool thing. Like, every night can be an adventure, which is awesome. Like, you find a really cute hole-in-the-wall Italian restaurant, and you don't know how you got there, and you don't know how to get back again. And, like, five years later, you see it again, you're like, oh, my God, I've been here, and I've been looking for it, because there's so much to do there, basically. Exactly. Like, uh, a night out with your friends can just become become anything. Yeah. It's kind of like an idea. I'm like, let's just go to this area, see what happens, which uh-huh. is amazing. Um, on the downside, I, whenever I live in L.A. now, whenever people ask, what's it like in L.A., I say, well, my feet were wet all the time. Uh-huh. When you were in New York. Yes. Because you are walking everywhere. You're on the trains everywhere. So if there's rain or snow and it gets through your shoes, your feet are wet because you maybe you have an extra pair of socks, but your shoes are still wet and you uh-huh. can't change your shoes because no one wants to carry an extra pair of shoes during the day. Also, on the subway, you. Yep. Pretty gross. So just... My feet were constantly wet, and I describe it as you carry your entire day on your back. Got it. Mm-hmm. Because you take the train, and because you live so far away, you can't go home between to, like, drop off what you don't need for what you do need. Okay. So everything you're going to need that day is on your back, and you're, it's kind of take-what-you-can-carry kind of life. Got it. So you've got, like, your work bag, you've got your lunch, you've got, if you've got to run an errand, you're bringing that with you, mm-hmm. you're going to the gym, everything is with you that day. Right. You're buying groceries, only don't buy more than you're willing to carry up and down the stairs. Listen, I can carry a lot up one flight of stairs from my car, and that's it. I couldn't or imagine. lived in a five-story walk-up. Or yeah. you were just on the fifth story. Uh, it was, it was, it felt, it sure felt like five stories up. You weren't on the fifth story? Um, I think I was, I mean, there were a few steps just to get into the building, and then I think it was five full stories up. I will, I can't, who was, Look, who was, I visited you there once, and I'm pretty sure it was five <laughs> floors of stairs. I don't know, I usually started crawling more <laughs> often than once. Um, all right, so you ditched New York, and you're in L.A. now. What is the different vibe there? Um, different, there's a lot more planning involved in your day because you have to check, uh, the traffic and because everything's driving, you have to always know where you're going to park. Um, uh, if you're going for a job interview, you kind of always have to check in how, where you can park, how you're going to get there. It's just a lot more planning and thought has to go into things. And it's, I mean, there is spontaneity, Uh but that's not, that's not how I would describe like a typical day in the life out there. Was it weird going from New York of like using metro and walking to like now you're driving and you've got to retrain yourself into parallel parking and was that a hard transition uh drive is it like a bike (laughs) driving no driving again after four years not to take me a bit it was so weird to like be behind the wheel again because i i can count on one hand the number of times i drove a car while i was out in new york Uh uh-huh i would not want to i'm not afraid to drive in los angeles i would be terrified to drive in new york city I drove, uh, like, a big moving track through New York when I had to at times. It's dress low. <laughs> we were in the city one day, because my whole family's from the city, New York City. And we were driving through, um, coming back from, like, Long Island, and we were driving through the city, and my dad was just, like, cutting people off, making turns, like, honking, and he turns to my mom and was like, huh, I never lost it. And was just, like, so proud of himself after, like, 30 years out of the city, like, still knowing how to, like, navigate. I'm Good like, this is terrifying. Like, we're in, like, a minivan. It is. I mean, yes. Uh, my hardest transition was uh, I, like, learned to love walking so much. I would just, if I had nothing to do, walk for miles. Sure. Around the city? Around New York. And then moving to L.A., it is not a walking city. The mm-hmm. sidewalks are terrible. Yeah. So I'd want to, like, 
like I have a bank about a mile away. I'm like, I don't have anything to do today. I'll walk there. And it's just terrible. And I can feel the cars hate me. I'm like, what? Get out of the way. <laughs> Why are you so close to us? Right. What part of LA? Are you in Studio City? I'm in Studio City. I'm in the Valley. It's okay. The yeah. Term. That's my favorite part of LA. Mm-hmm. So, okay. What? First of all, Corey, tell us what kind of podcasts you like to listen to. Uh, right now, I listen to a lot of uh, recap shows. I usually like Bravo. Is so perfect. So do we. So you fit right in. Welcome Thank to you. the table. <laughs> I listen to, uh, I find myself listening to a lot of advice shows, like uh, Dan Savage, uh, Savage Love Cast mm-hmm. is kind of what started me into podcasts. That was your first podcast that you started listening to? Yeah, that was a bit major one for a long time. Nice. Not a serial fan the way we were. Uh, I did catch up with serial. I did just finish season three. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, really? You're ahead of me. I'm gonna finish. Yeah, I was. I was a fan. I mean, I love learning more, and I mean, it's always nice to have more anecdotes throughout at parties. Sure, totally. <laughs> it's true. Podcasts are good conversation starters. They really are. Uh, Erica and I know this. <laughs> we discuss a lot of podcasts. But Erica, what? What? How is it that when you listen to a pod? Either it's East or West Coast media. No, and look, not all podcasts obviously are one no. or the other. We're in Leesburg tonight. <laughs> but a lot of them are. Yeah, and I think there's a major difference that we have really noticed lately. If you're listening to a podcast that's being hosted and recorded in New York, there's a different feel to it. There's a quick little snappy intro, and then we're getting to the meat. And I think that that is so reminiscent of the New York life. Like, we don't have time to dolly. Like, let's fucking get to that shit. Let's keep on going. Like, we got 45 minutes to record. Let's get in. Let's get out. I've got a lunch meeting. i got to keep going. When you hear that in the podcast, you're getting to that meat and potatoes, if you will, really fast. But a California podcast takes about 20-plus minutes sometimes to get to the meat. If I think about um, The Skinny Confidential, their podcast is great, but I know I've got to skip 18 minutes in before I'm going to get to an interview. Or Danny Pellegrino is a great show. So is Watch What Crappens. Those are great, like, West Coast shows. But you know you're going to hit that 30-second, like, blah, 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 blah. And it almost... Fast forward, Fast forward, yeah. But it almost feels like there's such a difference. Like, the podcasts are being reflected yeah. in the city that they're being recorded in. I was listening to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino today. And he did a solo Vanderpump Rules recap. Which Doing I the Lord's work. But he, like I said, he did it solo. So he sat by himself and talked to himself and lollygagged, went off in different directions, told stories. He stopped and told us, because he made a Saved by the Bell reference, and then stopped and caught us up on where all of the major six performers are yes. today and his opinions. And then I listened to... Betch slapped from Betch's Media right after that, and the hosts, um, Jean, or Jordana and who's on that one? Sammy? Sammy? Sammy and Jordana are going bup, 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 back and forth because they were also discussing the same episode of Vanderpump Rules, yes. but they're just yakking at each other. What about this? Well, I saw that. What do you think about this? To the point where it was also clear at times they weren't actually even listening to each other. No, yeah. They were talking too fast and they would wind up saying, the same thing. Like, I just said that two seconds ago. Did you let it near you? Da, 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 on and on and on and on. To your point about there's a different pace. There's a different pace. It clips faster. When I listen to the New York podcast, I definitely hear all of my Italian cousins. Especially my one cousin, Kristen. You guys both met her in the city years ago. Yeah, do you remember her, Corey? I do, yeah. Yeah, we went to, like, Italy. And she is just that kind of person where she is talking and flipping around. And then, like, where'd you get that? I like your nail polish. What color is that? I don't care anymore. I'm over here. And it's just like... <laughs> 
And then, like, 18 minutes later, she's like, were you going to tell me that nail polish color or what? What are we doing? And you're like, I, I said it already. And, like, I said it. You missed it. You were talking. Yeah. And, like, and I can hear that, especially in these New York bods. I guess it would be, it's, it almost, it takes so much to get where you're going. Like, you yeah. got to catch your train. You probably missed the train by a minute. So now you had to wait for the next train. People were in your way. You had to fight to get a seat. You had to pe- shove you out of the way to get up the stairs. Yep. And as soon as you're done with whatever you're doing with, with whoever you're with, you have to do that again to get to your next place. So you just don't stop. Versus L.A., I have never spent so much time in my friends' apartments as yes. I do in L.A. Like, I was never okay. in my friends' apartments in New York. So is this Vanderpump shit real? Do you just go loll around in each other's homes all yes. day? I, I don't do that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm you, first of all, all you do is lay around my apartment. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> the apartments are, are bigger. And yes. it's, it's so much like... It's so much work sometimes to get out and go somewhere that I'm like, I, like, do you want to just binge friends at this person's apartment? Okay, on my way. That's funny. Your your California girlfriends do that a lot, don't they? Yes. They will, like, plan a day to, like, do a a bike bar crawl, and then it's like, okay, well, when we're done, we're all going to go back to Cam's place in Santa Monica, and we'll watch movies. And we'll have a sleepover, and then the next morning we'll wake up, we'll make breakfast, we're hanging out together. Like, I would literally, I'm like, that's so much for me. And I've gone there before, and they've been like, oh, we're gonna go over to um, Carolyn's and watch a movie. I'm like, oh, okay. Why the hell would we do that? And then you get there, and they're like, oh, this couch fits too. Pull up a piece of carpet. And you're like, oh, there's no seats for everybody? <laughs> like, Okay, so I have a question. So the Friends TV show yeah. that took place in New York but obviously was filmed in Los Angeles and probably yeah. written by Los Angeles writers, you know, I have wondered and talked to people when I was born, for whatever reason, about for years. These people all lived in New York City, and I I guess they had jobs because they all had nice apartments. How did they have time to just sit around in each other's places or at that coffee shop? And especially, I feel like at least every episode there was some breakfast scene where they were all at Monica's. I was like, yes, yes. gets up and goes to a friend's house to sit around and have breakfast, chat, and then start their day. <laughs> what is that? Is that something that the Friends TV show just got majorly wrong about New York City? Yes. I, yeah, I would think so, right? Did we just, like, start a new online fan theory type uh, yes. of idea? called BuzzFeed. I, my, no, I'm going to put this on Reddit. I learned about Reddit, remember? <laughs> you did learn about Reddit. We're so proud of you. I'm going to start a thread. Yes. I don't know how to do that. No, I know. <laughs> my current roommate, who also lived in New York, we talk all the time, like, man, movies and TV shows make New York look so fun to live in. But we remember, like, usually your friends live in totally different neighborhoods. You're not going to their apartment. Like, it's going to no. take me an hour to get there. If I stay there and I start having fun and I don't leave till midnight, it's going to take me two hours to get home. Yeah. Because the trains get progressively worse uh-huh. as the night goes on. So, like, you're really wondering, like, how long do I really want to take to get home? Yeah. Okay, but let me ask you this, because in Los Angeles, there is the traffic and the urban sprawl. 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 Excuse me. Like, you got it. You're literally farther apart, even though you take a car to get to each other's place. But you just said that if you get to someone's place, you want to hang out. So what makes it different about out there versus in New York and you just want to keep moving? Speaking for myself, most of my friends that I hang out with live in the valley. And within the valley, it's only going to take you 10 to 15, 20 minutes to get to your friend's house if they're in like the same general area yeah. that you live in. Because we all know that everywhere in Los Angeles takes like 30 <laughs> minutes unless you're in the valley. valley. Yeah. That's pretty much how that, how that works. Like, it's, yeah. it takes me 10 minutes to get to my friend that lives a mile away. Uh, like, I biked to a friend's house, hung out there, left my bike there, took an Uber home, and, like, walked back for my bike the next morning. Oh, my God. Wow. 
be the dream. So it's, many. That sounds so nice. We have such an urban sprawl here in Orlando. Yeah. It's. I mean, yeah, we are in Leesburg, and we're about an hour north of where we live. But this is still, you know, Greater Orlando. I mean, one side of Orlando to the other is like an hour drive. Absolutely. And then you throw in traffic. But <laughs> holiday traffic this time of year, forget about it. Was <laughs> that as terrible as I think it is? Yeah. Okay, good. We keep telling your sister to stop doing accents, and then she was like, crikey, I'm going to try again. <laughs> I'm defiant. You all know this. <laughs> You're nothing if not defiant. That's what no, we I'm not. You. <laughs> Damn it, Amy. Gotcha, Kim. Gotcha. Um, what else do we have to say about New York and L.A. pods? Well... Just from, I've been doing some research to prepare for this, so listening yeah. to as many New York and L.A.'s. Good for you. I don't even have a note to put with me. <laughs> well, just from listening, it's L.A. people. They talk in their head voice. New York talks in their chest voice. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I can hear it. I can hear the, the, the register versus the register. I think there's a lot of, a lot more single hosts in Hollywood um, whereas I think New York podcasts tend to have teams to bounce, bounce off each other. Yeah, like there's definitely like chat casts, but mm-hmm. like this stream of consciousness uh-huh. that the LA teams can have is bizarre to like, we joke around all the time. We love getting this mic on and we're like, yeah, I can talk forever. But if you weren't here and I was just like, hey guys, so I, I, I mean, I, I watched Vanderpump last night and then Brittany did, shit, did Brittany do that? And that's the weird thing is that like, when you are listening to the California pods, especially the LA ones, they're like, yeah, and then they did that. You know, wait, did, oh, how did that go? Oh, mm. you're like, could you get there faster? Sometimes I'm listening to the podcasts and I'm like yelling at it. I'm like, you meant this. Get to it faster. We should talk about a classic Los Angeles girl whose podcasts I dumped out of a long time ago. And I think, E, you're pretty much out. Um, and now that it's a bad, cat, bad podcast, it's, not. it's really popular. The Bitch Bible is a show hosted by Jackie Schimmel. Jackie Schimmel. And, I mean, that girl just loves to talk to herself. I'm not real sure she's talking to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says that, too. She's like, oh, my God, are you guys even still listening? Am I still listening? But she just know for me. I'm out dog. <laughs> You're out dog. So she's got a super popular podcast. Yeah, no, she's okay. She's this doing, isn't going to take her down. She's doing fine. Um, but, yeah, it is just, like, a stream of consciousness that, like, blips in and out of, like, reality TV or the fact that she ate in her car and it just like bounces back and forth and it's an hour and then when I listen to like anything from Betches Media, Betch Lab, Bachelor podcast, uh-huh. but sup? Yeah. Diet Starts Tomorrow is another great one of theirs. It is just boom, 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 boom and they're in and out in 40 minutes. I'm like, thanks ladies. Thank you. Yes, for my <laughs> And I got information. I feel like I got chatted to like in and out. You know, another thing that I was thinking about in prep for this week is I feel like all of a lot of the established New York shows will all have an online presence. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got their social media handles and they post, but they post in like a business sense yeah. on their Instagrams or what have you. Whereas the LA podcasters like Danny Pellegrino, he's, I'm about done with him on the Instagram <laughs> because it's too much. And Jackie Schimmel, I already cut her out. Goodbye. And there are some other West Coast podcasters who just love spending a lot of time on Instagram live. Yeah. And you don't see that from the New York shows. Well, because I get the vibe that from a New York podcast perspective, this is like a side hustle, not their job. 
Right. And you're right. The Hollywood people, this is what they do. They live off their sponsorship. They are their brand. They are their business. You're right. So they have to come. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) They have to constantly be doing that. Whereas you hear other, you know, I listened to like, we met at Acme, a couple other like dear media, like, um, podcast network podcasts that are based out of New York. These women are like, Oh, by the way, like I have a corporate nine to five. I had half an hour. I'm interviewing somebody. I'll piece this podcast together later. I got to get back to work. And I'm like, oh, I hear that hustle. Yeah. Get it, girl. You know, um, it's a funny juxtaposition. It's a podcast you introduced me to, The First Degree. Yeah. With Jack Vanek from The Lady Gang, which Uh is another West Coast podcast that you listen to. But she's got two other hosts, one of them being Billy Jensen, who I learned about on My Favorite Murder. Um, They have a true crime podcast, obviously, called The First Degree. And it could not be more West Coast. Yeah. The two girls are so ditzy on it. And it's like exasperated Billy keeping the story together. Now, I like it as entertainment. But when you hear one of those like true reporting, true crime shows, like they don't muck around like that. Yeah. It's like My Favorite Murder and The First Degree are, are the comedy true crime podcasts. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. You all right? You got yeah, it? Drink up, little- sister. Right. And you know what's wrong with you is you finish that kombucha and your body's mad at you. I don't think it's going to be. Yeah, probably. Mad at you. Kombucha. <laughs> mad. I'm done. Okay, I'm sorry. I tried a thing. It, it went off the rails. It is almost the end of 2018. My brain is just like slowly crumbling. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's on West Coast time and I live in the EST, I think. It's like at the you're at the end of your cell phone month and so your data starts to slow down. Yeah. I, I need to refresh. I need my two more gigs to get on with 2019. Seriously. Well, I have a question for you guys. So as we talk about East Coast, West Coast, Best Coast versus Best Coast, mm-hmm. would you rather? Okay. Oh, okay. A so a rather. little would you rather. Here we go. Would you rather live in New York City, but you can never ever see a Broadway show <laughs> or live in LA and you can never go to the beach LA beach <laughs> that was fast no you, I mean I would I would rather I would rather not you'd rather live, live in, LA in LA and never go to the beach and never go to the beach because I can, I mean, look, I live in Orlando and I never fucking go to the beach <laughs> anyway. But I, here's the problem. In L.A., it gets so hot. And, Corey, correct me if I'm wrong, AC is not a major thing out in Cali all of the time. Um, um, uh, it depends. Like, we're, we're, it's, global warming's real and it's it getting is. hotter and hotter <laughs> It is. Here. So, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we know. We live in Florida. It gets what, pretty nasty. What's your answer? Uh, I would rather live in L.A. and never go to the beach as well. All right. All and right. what would you want? Um, I don't see a lot of Broadway plays to begin with, and I know some of them come to L.A. That's true. That is true. That's right. Uh, I think I'd live in New York and not see any plays, just because I love New York so much. Yeah. Being from there, it's, like, way more of my people in my town. Yeah. Okay, I have one. Okay. It's, like, I'll travel to Chicago and see the tour. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Um, so neither of you are really true crime podcast aficionados. No. Would you rather listen to really terrible quality audio, watch what crap ends for 10 hours Uh or 10 hours of Amy's choice of true crime shows? Amy's choice of true crime shows. Oh, really? 100% because regardless of the great content and quality that the crap and guys put out 
I can't even get through one show without having to pause and go listen to something else because all of their like imitations and voices they do after a while literally start to just pull on my spine. I can't always listen to it. Okay, well, I should say like your favorite, well, your favorite Bravo recap show, but with terrible audio quality. Yeah, no, it's still scratching. I'd pick your stuff. Okay, Corey, what would you pick? Um, kind of depends on time of day. I don't let myself listen. No, 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 no. It is one or the other. Pick. Well, if it's only the Bravo shows I like, then I could do Bravo for 10 hours. You just qualified <laughs> it again. No, you, you no. qualified that. You said that it was your favorite bra- like hey Bravo Hey, guys, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I've got sisters on this podcast, and I'm so sorry for the bickering. A thing just happens. Oh. This is not unusual. Guys, would you rather listen to my one-hour stream of consciousness or an hour of Amy and her sister bickering? Leave us a comment on our latest Instagram and tell us what you would want, and if it wins. I will give you one solid hour of me, myself, and I, and all of the thoughts I have. Well, if my sister's here the next week. We'll put a poll up tonight we'll or tomorrow after the after it drops. Yeah. Because, uh, look, I could bitch with her for, like, ever. You could do a best of. Would you want to? <laughs> but I'm just used to it. Right? Anyway. She wants to do a podcast. How deep you want to go to a family drama podcast? Corey, do you have a would you rather? Well, actually, I had one with Broadway shows as well. Okay. Would you rather go to New York and you cannot see a Broadway show or go to L.A. and you cannot go to a Lisa Vanderpump restaurant? Oh. I'd rather go to New York and not see a show. I'd rather go to New York and not see a show. (laughs) Because mama wants to go to Tom Tom. I've never been to Lisa Pump, Tom Tom, Villa Rosa, nothing. Have you been to any oh, of Villa them? Blanca, sorry. Villa Blanca, all good. Villa Rosa's the house. Is the house. I'm, I'm going to go God there, willing. too. I'm going to go there, too. I have, I've been to Sir, and I've seen, uh, and I have a sangria. They were playing the pilot of Vanderpump Rules yes. on the TV. It's so creepy, right? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I've been to Sir a couple of times, and I went to Pump. I was having a WeHo day with my girlfriends, <laughs> as I mentioned on this show. <laughs> and we drank all of West Hollywood, Pump. And Sarah included. <laughs> all right. Well, I do need to get out there. I need to be there. I need to go to there. And I, we all have to go to TomTom. I can't wait to go to TomTom and see these cocktails that these guys have been trying to put together. I can't wait to see that steampunk fucking clocky thing they've got behind the bar. <laughs> Seriously. All right, you guys. Let's do some pop-ups. Are yeah, you ready? I am ready. All right. Would you like me to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. Do you got a funny? Because I have one like kind of like serious, and I don't know what the hell Corey has. Um... Kind of lighthearted. Okay, you go. Okay. So I got to call us out. This is the podcast called Household Name, and it is from Business Insider and Stitcher, and this was sent to me by Beth, best friend of the pod. Yo, she me. sent me a text message literally yesterday and was like, if you don't have a pop-up for this week, I got you. All right. She was like, you content. have to listen to this podcast. She's like, it really goes along with a blog post you wrote recently, and also goes along with an obsession of the week of ours from a couple of weeks ago where we went to a Bubbles and Botox party. Yes, yes, At our hairstylist, yeah, April yeah, yeah. Salon, Salon Bon Tempo, back in Orlando. Corey just had a reaction. We should say we didn't actually get Botox. We just went and watched other people get yeah, Botox. and one And drank champagne. Yeah, yeah it was cheese. great. It was great. It was a great night. So here's the thing about Household Name. It is, um, like I said, a podcast from Business Insider and Stitcher. And it is surprising stories about how the biggest household names affect our lives, for better or worse. So, like, a household brand name, like Clorox or a Tidewipe or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by Dan Buckoff. And you he, Buckoff. You Buckoff. And he finds tales of tragedy, love, strange histories, unintended consequences, and accidental success. So, I listened to episode 
thrusting Botox face. It was the so Botox. fascinating. So obviously Botox is botulism toxin and you inject it into your face and it basically just paralyzes the muscle so it can't move. I cannot wait to get this shit shot in my face. Right? So excited. So here's the thing. Obviously, it is one of the worst poisons. It's worse than cyanide. It could really (laughs) kill you, take you down. And so it's not good for you. You shouldn't have Botox. But so they found it years, hundreds of years ago that some guy had a canned ham or something and ended up dying because his entire insides basically went paralyzed. But then doctors were able to... to Not a good way to go. Doctors were able to kind of recognize that this toxin could be used in really beneficial ways. So back in the (laughs) chorus for freaking out and like shivering. Do you have Botox? Is that what you're freaking out about? No, look at me. Of course not. Like I'm, I'm moving my my eyebrows up no, and down. Well, you it. have no wrinkles. I I thought you were like trying to you know hold back from telling us something. Anyway, sorry, E. Go ahead. That's okay. So um, what happened is a eye doctor realized that you could inject tiny little bits of this toxin into the eyes of patients who had like severe um, eye spasms, who couldn't keep their eyes open. Mm-hmm. So they would be able to inject it around their eyes, and then these patients could see again. So it was like an amazing medical thing that they figured out. Well, back in the 80s, a woman who was a eye doctor and her husband is a dermatologist are kind of the ones that realized, we can put this up in our faces. And it's like, yeah. we can look young again. Because she was working on a patient who had eye spasms, and she was like, oh, you forgot to inject into my forehead. She was like, you didn't have spasms in your forehead. She's like, I know what I did last time, and when you put in an injection, my forehead looked amazing, and I was expressionless, and it was awesome. And she went, like, flying home to her husband and was like, oh, hey oh, dermatologist husband. You know how people are complaining about fine lines in your office? I got a thing for you. Yes. So you go through the whole story about how this came to be, and then you continue on and you learn about the patent behind Botox and how it's actually currently sitting with a Native American tribe, so it actually can't be re patented by other people like you know when the k-cups at keurig when their patent came up everybody was selling k-cups it's kind of the same thing with botox so fascinating and it was only about 30 minutes and there were other really great podcasts that i started listening to about how cool maybe there's a conspiracy about mattress firms and are they a money laundering business Uh interested so awesome um so beth thank you i texted her like five times and was like household name is my new favorite podcast awesome yeah I'm going to kick it to you. Do you have a pop-up you want to share on the show this week? Um, well, uh, I oddly didn't listen to any, wasn't listening to any New York podcasts before uh, I knew I was coming here, so I was just kind of like uh, studying real fast. Uh-huh. But um, I listened to You Up, based on Yay. your recommendations, uh-huh. and there was a great episode that I really liked. You probably listened to it. Um, they, the host discussed Were Ross and Rachel on a break. <gasps> oh, I've not heard that I one. Haven't. But you I haven't. Oh, my God. What do you think? Do you think that they were on a break? Um, yes, like, I think, yes, of course they were. She said, I want a break. She did. She, she said did, it. right? She said it. it. Like, it's not, and they're discussing, they were discussed. like, they pretty much agreed they were on a break, but does that mean what Ross did was wrong? Yes. yes. That's a good question. That's a great question. Ross That's a, didn't do great. <laughs> right. There goes my earring. Earring down, people. Oh, no. Sorry. Sorry, podcasters, listeners. And they pretty much agreed that, though insensitive of him to sleep with, a girl from the coffee place that same night. Yeah. That's just right because she broke up with him. 
And uh, they're also saying he's wrong because for him to keep yelling, we were on a break, as it's his defense for the rest of the show. Yes. Which is only like season three when this happened. So there's just seven and a half years that we listened to this. Uh, that uh, for them to say, like, well, his defense is you should still want to sleep with me, which also she has a right to be mad. Yeah. Like, or she has a right to her feeling. She doesn't have to like it. He wasn't wrong. But that doesn't mean she has to like it. Yes. And then it just breaks down how just they're both terrible people from two different sides. And in well, a way, yeah. each other. In a and way, it, it kind of made them deserve each other. Well, that is, if it was like, oh my God, you're right. We were on a break. I'm so sorry. And he's like, gosh, I really shouldn't have done that. Show over, right? <laughs> yeah. We Where need this show to keep going. It's true. There's, yes, you lose a lot of uh, drama and build up in yeah. that way. All Very right. cool. Well, you, I'm going to listen to that one probably on my drive home tonight. Yeah, you up's always good. Um, okay, so I've got a new one, which you guys, so we're not doing Podcast Pulse this week just because we had so much else to get through. But a few weeks back on Podcast Pulse, a new show hit the top mm. three called Broken Hearts. Yes. And I, my eyes went wide when I read the description of this show, and I've been listening to it drop every week. The third episode just dropped today, so I finally kind of have a handle on what it really is. And so it's a story that happened just this year in February and was a complete news takeover. Do you guys remember, and Corey, this is not too far from you, the um, couple who they were, they're lesbian moms, and they had their six adopted African-American children Mm -hmm. in their van, and... One of the moms, while she was highly intoxicated, went driving right off a cliff, the PCH, into the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And all eight died. Yeah. And there's tragic. just... Tragic. Horrible. I remember about it hearing... remember hearing about it on the news, and at that time, they had no idea if it was um, intentional or if there was an accident, if the car had malfunctioned. And then as they discovered the bodies, they realized the toxicity level in the two moms was very high. Mm-hmm. They saw that the marks on the road indicated that that van had come to a full stop and then full speed accelerated off the side of that cliff. So this podcast is called Broken Hearts because the family's last name was Hart, H-A-R-T. Uh-huh. And it dives back into the couple meeting and falling in love, how they happen to have these six adopted black children. Um, And then another piece of the story, too, is that during a Black Lives Matter rally, one of the young men that was their adopted son got famous with that viral photo of him holding a sign saying free hugs and a police officer hugs him. And that photo for a while went viral. I think it was one of the biggest photos of like 2015 or 2016. Yeah. You know, um, so it's, it's fascinating. It's going deep. Um, Jennifer and Sarah, the heart couple, have a lot of weird shadiness going on yeah. in what they were doing, even adopting these children, how they were potentially exploiting them on the internet, and perhaps their son, uh, Devante, the one with the free hug sign, was kind of jockeyed into that position of going oh. viral because Jennifer Hart, the main mom, um, had a lot of weirdness going on yeah. in her life and in her social media approach. So. You guys, I'm super obsessed with it. It's a fantastic podcast. I don't know how many episodes they're going to put out ultimately. Um, it's from Glamour Magazine. Yeah. In conjunction with, I think, iHeartRadio. Yeah. So three episodes are out now, so you can have a little bit of a binge sesh go. But, um, yeah, Broken Hearts. I have to say, Amy, 
um, I know I've said this to you in person already, so I want the listeners to know, and you're welcome in advance. Last week, you popped up Surviving Y2K, Uh and I, in less than a day, I devoured the entire podcast. I have recommended it to everybody I know. Seriously? Especially a lot of computer guys, my dad, a bunch of coders. Oh, your Greyhound just came out. Hey, Ariel. Hi, Ariel. Um, But it was so good, and I'm really recommending anybody who's doing some traveling over the holidays, if you can download this one to your phone, you are going to be surprised left and right. It was such a good show. So thank you for popping that up last week. You're absolutely welcome. And you know, Y2K, New Year's Eve, such a timely, um, for this time of year. Yeah. Yes. So yay. Awesome. Well, I hear your mom making us some yes, dinner. She's getting our dinner together. The dog is here. I think yes. that means that episode 55 is coming to an end. Corey, thank you so much for joining us. This has been, it's always so much more fun when we have an extra voice yeah. chit-chatting with us. So Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you guys for listening. If you loved it, come rate and review. We need your five stars. I do want to stop and say real quick, shout out to Sandy Randolph, my mom, also Corey's mom, <laughs> and also our host tonight. She did make us a delicious tapas spread yes. before we got started that was East West Coast themed. Oh, it's perfect. So we had like an avocado bruschetta from west coast we had you know the meats and the cheese and the crackers from the east coast she was so kind obviously um melon wrapped with prosciutto is like the most popular east coast tapas but being allergic to melon your mom wrapped pears with prosciutto so that was very kind of her to be kind to my allergies (laughs) yes so we've got to say thank you and we were fed correctly in the correct theme for this podcast so with that being said everybody have a merry christmas or whatever it is that you're going to celebrate this next year or this next week hey year yeah Um, you do you we'll be back the following week to do our favorite show ever our 2018 Rewind. Oh my gosh, we can't wait. 2017 Rewind was such a fun so much show. Fun. We can't wait to reprise it this year with our 2018 Rewind for Podcast Rewind. So everybody, Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family and friends. Eat, drink, be merry. And while you're doing it, do not forget to be kind and rewind. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.